This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. He's not involved in Karen's murder. Female instinct? Angel instinct. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Good. How are you doing? Great. All right. Uh, as I was say, it's a special one today, but really it's not. They're special every day. They are. They're <laughs> always special. Yeah. Um, Mike's choice. Uh, we're doing a Charlie's Angels episode. That's right. See, um, season one, episode 12. Oh, thank you. I couldn't remember what number it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's entitled Death on Wheels. Well, and see, okay, I was going to, that was one of the first things I was going to bring up. So, because that was what it was on what, Amazon, right? Yeah. So yeah Death yeah. on Wheels. But if you look other, elsewhere, it says Angels on Wheels. Oh, so I'm like, what is it? Angels on Wheels, Death on Wheels. Which, both effective titles. And both kind of fit. <laughs> really yeah, for what kind right. of happens in this episode <laughs> exactly so yeah maybe they changed it at some point i don't know yeah maybe it seemed too dark yeah maybe it's like the whole revenge of the jedi return of the jedi thing yeah it could be you know could they're be. like hey you know uh the angels wouldn't be talking about death so <laughs> yeah, let's keep it let's keep it light uh, this is a family show Oh, speaking of family show. So real quick, my wife was watching like on CNN, you know, they got those 80s and 70s things or where they talk about TV and whatever from that era. Right. And she was watching the 70s one. She's like, hey, look, Mike, this is for you. It's about the 70s shows. And they were talking about MASH and whatever. But then I guess they were talking about I don't think they mentioned Charlie's Angels, but they were talking about like uh, um, Three's Company and Love Boat and stuff like that. And uh, I guess the guy was calling them TNA shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I never heard them called TNA shows. I'm like, well, you, you never heard them called that? She's like, well, not like by people on TV. <laughs> like, I didn't know yeah. people called them that. And I'm like, yeah. yeah that's funny because I saw a description for this show. And Did they say TNA show? And it, it said, <laughs> it was like in Wikipedia or something, it said something like, you know, known as um, – I forgot what, but it said it's like some kind of show, also known as TNA. Yeah, um, it's a, it was interesting timing for that to to come up. Yeah, I mean, I've heard my friends call you know shows and right, that, but, but never you know. like a TV <laughs> critic. <laughs> yeah, never like a professional. You know, but but then again, back then we weren't like reading or watching critics. That's you know? true. That's true. But I will say this, and. Uh, you know, take it for what it's worth. Maybe it sounds bad. I did notice that I don't think in this whole episode, Farrah was wearing a bra. Yes. Including when she was wearing um, a thick, a, a thick sweatshirt. And well, no, I, I was going to say, including when she was um, doing roller derby, which you would think maybe, yeah. maybe you want like a sports bra or something on. But although yeah. there might not have been those back then. Right. You know, and there's a, there's a debate whether that's necessary or not. So. That there is? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't know much That's for that. another show. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is a roller derby show episode, right? Um, yes, yes. They go and undercover. The, and this is – so I, I picked this one because I actually remember 
the roller derby episode. I like I don't remember any of the details. I just remember there was a roller derby episode. So when I saw it, I'm like, yes, got to see that. Well, one. yeah, I mean, there was this show was set in this, this from the 70s, so there definitely had to be a roller derby episode. Right, and this and this may even be where I learned what a roller derby was. You know, yeah, this could, it was, could have been like an educational moment for me, but uh, yeah, it, it it didn't disappoint. I'll have to say. <laughs> Yeah, no, there definitely was some uh, roller derby action. Yeah, I won't do- say that Farrah Fawcett was actually doing any of the roller derbying. True, but uh, there definitely was roller derby action, regardless. So let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah, shall shall we? Sure. All right. So it starts out right with women on skates skating in in the circle, uh, trying to knock each other down. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're not familiar with the roller derby, I don't know if they still exist today or not. Yeah, no, but, they kind of had a resurgence in the early 2000s, actually. Okay, all right. So there, it's like like WWE on skates, you know? It's yeah. Like, I mean, these girls get hurt. I mean. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they do. They It's brutal. Yeah, um, it is. Like punching and, and knocking each other down. And, and especially then, I don't know about now, but they weren't wearing like any pads. I mean, they'd have a helmet on. But, yeah. And like a long sleeve shirt, but that's about it. Yeah, you know? and it's like it, it looked like the like the track or whatever was like concrete, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know what it was, but yeah, it's it, it would hurt. Yeah, people definitely get hurt in this thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, at, at one point, the crowd is chanting uh, for Bad Betty, who is the, I guess like the lead or the captain of the team or whatever. Uh, and I'm, <laughs> I was thinking. Bad Betty. They didn't spend a lot of time coming up with character names for this. They just like you know, quickly. And came I don't up think they did back something. then either. Yeah. In the real so, world, yeah. The real yeah. world. So, so world. she was bad. Bad Betty, um, and she like she's like going, getting ready to go. You know, so she's kind of like leading the chance or whatever. And then some skater from the other team rolls up to her, and she just like cracks her across the head and knocks her down. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, we are off to a good start. Yeah, she decked her really good. Yeah, yeah. So then she does her laps, right? She's, I guess, I don't really know what the point is. You just skate around until there's no one left, or uh, yeah, I don't know there, how you win. there's yeah, I don't know how derby works, but I know there's something about jamming and doing all this kind of stuff. But I, I don't really know. Yeah, <laughs> at, at one point. One of the girls just stops and punches another girl right in the face and knocks her down. And then the ref says, one more time and you'll be in the box. So apparently it's okay to do that once. Right. Away with it. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so Bad Betty starts skating around and she, you know, th- oh, then this guy walks in. Right, who's who? Who looks like he's trying to be David Soul from Starsky and Hutch? Right. Oh my God! I wrote the same thing. I put evil Hutch. <laughs> yeah. He totally looks like Hutch. Um, With the, but, the the brown leather coat and everything. Yeah. The same haircut. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But he's got a mustache, right? Or a little bit. I don't know. He's got going yeah. there. I, but yeah, something. totally, totally evil, evil Hutch. Um, so he evil walks Hutch, in, yeah. s- sits down, and. Bad Betty like gives him a little look and he gives her a nod and it you know that's it's go time, um, and she grabs one of her teammates and does this like whip move right where you kind right. of propel the person forward, uh-huh. and it seemed like it was planned like the girls expecting it and they had worked this out in advance, but she, right because I think that is like a move that you do in roller derby you try okay. to whip them up ahead yeah yeah so she she flings her ahead and she flips over the rail, and Evil Hutch like. 
he, she like lands on him kind of and he snaps her neck like well you know she like twists right. her head and snaps her neck when she right. falls and then like i guess no one would see that and she died so that's where that's where things you know that's where the angels come in right and yeah and they did do it pretty slick because at first i'm like did he crack her neck or was that like yeah it was he didn't put much effort into it but maybe he's really strong he was skilled he was skilled yeah but Uh, then yeah yeah so then we cut to what the townsend detective agency and farrah walks in and she's talking about already roller derbying or skating like she's all sore right her ass is sore or whatever yeah yeah because charlie's got her taking skating right yeah because they didn't really say why right ahead but you know then they come in bosley's like all right here's the film strip and charlie starts talking about (laughs) the film uh, (laughs) well that's what he does right (laughs) yeah about how the the girls the girl who died her sister hired them because she thinks that her boyfriend may have had her killed or something because he Something happened. She he disappeared. There's something about a suitcase that she found. Maybe had money in it. They don't know. And she thinks that someone had her killed. Yeah. And so the sister did not provide a lot of information. Right. It was Charlie. very sketchy. Yeah. yeah. This her boyfriend was weird. He disappeared. There was a suitcase. It may have had money. I don't know. Some something about a suitcase. We don't really know. And then after that she was killed. And then it turns out this is why Fair has been training, because she's going to go undercover. Right. Um, and let's see if there's anything else. That's pretty much it for that part. Yeah, that's yeah. Just how they run it down. Oh, and the, um, also in that part, I, I noticed that Charlie doesn't refer to them by name. He calls each one of them Angel. So he he would say like one of them would ask a question. He'd be like, "That's right, Angel." And then someone else would and be like, "Well, yes, Angel." You know, you figure he's never really met them, right? So maybe right. he doesn't know their voices. <laughs> maybe not. It's it's early, right? It's season one. It's like a conference call. You, if right. you're at work and you're like, you yeah, you're like, who who was uh, that? Yeah, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, whoever that was, was that? Uh, yes, Bill? coworker. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> So all right, so then we we switch. I haven't over been to, on many conference calls. It's <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of, it's common not to know who you're talking to. But yeah, um, then it, it is just, that Bob? Who is that? Joe? <laughs> hey, is that you? That would be uh, me all the time. Yeah. Wait, who's that again? Please announce yourself. Yeah. Um, all right, so then we go back to the the skating place, and Jill is is trying out for the team. It seems like. Yeah. Um, and I and I think this is the first where she's wearing like a heavy sweatshirt. Um, but it's clear, yes, there's there is no undergarment uh, <laughs> going on at this point. But um, so you know, the coach afterwards is like, "Yeah, I don't think most of the, I don't know, most of our fans." Do you, I, yeah, yeah. I, give so a clip because I don't want to blush. <laughs> yeah, I got a little clip of it. But basically, he says, "You don't know how to skate, right?" It sounds like it said he said it was kind of muffled, but it sounds like you don't know how to skate but you didn't get your ass kicked while you're out there basically. And, but it doesn't matter because if we put you in the right outfit, people aren't going to be watching you skate. <laughs> right. Right. So she gets exactly. all excited, but yeah, I got a little clip of that here. Okay. Coach. Okay. you got a lot to learn. You can't skate. And you had enough brains out there to keep yourself from getting wiped out. The right size uniform. 
I don't think most of our fans are going to be watching your feed. You mean I'm hired? Now look, Barbara. Your sister Karen was one of the best. Freak accident killed her, and I was her coach when it happened. Now that bought you a tryout. Period. Now starting from now, you're like any other jock on this team. So there's a lot of background noise there because girls are whipping around this, the rink in the meantime, and right. they had this mic'd very poorly. <laughs> <for this. laughs> so, um, but yeah, so basically he says you're hired, or she said she's all excited about being hired. And, she is. She's um, overly excited. Yeah. So basically, what she's doing, she's pretending to be the person who hired them, the girl who got killed, sister Barbara's sister. Right, um, right. But it, it's kind of weird because then she's like, oh, I'm hired. He's like, yeah, go sign the contract. And she's like, oh, I get to meet Morris, the guy who runs the car dealership, who owns the team. Right. And he also owns this. And she's like okay. rattling all this stuff off. And the, it, I, it, it, it's the same as like when he was talking, he gave a lot of backstory. <laughs> I was the coach when your sister had a freak accident exactly. that claimed her life. Yes. And, and, uh, and like – like in the writing world, they call that the "as you know, Bob" moment, where they like they have to just recite stuff out so people know what's going on, <laughs> and that's usually a sign of poor writing. <laughs> actually, to be that's with great. That. that is great. But, um, but yeah, and for it to happen in like the same scene, you know? Yeah, like... exactly, exactly. So, but it's just weird. Like the coach, if it was a real coach, would be like, "Why do you know all this stuff about <laughs> right. this guy?" You know, Are I mean, you stalking him. Yeah, I don't even think like NFL and NBA players know like who the owners of the team are and what they do. Otherwise, you know, right, right. Um, they might know who the name is, but they don't know like all the businesses they're yeah. involved in. These are the nine other businesses this person is involved in. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she, so goes, she goes upstairs. Yeah, yeah she goes and, upstairs to sign the contract. Yeah, to meet the Billy Bout. Now, what was his name? Something Morris, right? Uh, Hugh, I think it was Hugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's Dick him. Sargent. It's you know Dick did... Sargent from Bewitched. Yeah, He's the, the second, the second Darren, Dick from Bewitched. Yeah, Darren number two. Right. So, and I did a little research. I didn't couldn't remember why he replaced the other Dick. Oh, uh, the other Dick. From what I recall, and this is. Let's see if you remember. I looked it up. Go ahead. Okay, so tell tell me if I'm right. So the other Dick hurt his back. Wow. Some, good job. Some, yes. some kind of injury. Yeah, and ultimately became addicted to painkillers or something. Yeah, they didn't really mention that very much, but yes, it was that he could, he just couldn't work because his his right. back was messed up. Yeah, good yeah. job. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Um. By the way, so you know how I like to do the age thing. How old do you think Dick Sargent was in this episode? He looked old in this one. Like I mean, or, or Bosley for that matter too. I'd say Dick Sargent looked forty-five. Okay. And I called that old. That's younger than I am. I know. And Bosley. Bosley. Don't say how old we are. People Bosley are listening. Had a, is Bosley like 50? I mean, I don't know. So you were close. Dick Sargent, 46. That's a pretty good guess. Okay. Bosley, 47. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was going to say but 55. Dick Sargent, but... he, he had more uh, gray hair, I think, than... Probably he should have. I don't know. I don't know if they made it try to make him look older. Or yeah, it kind of looked like he had early. like a like a partial dye job. I don't know if it's yeah. supposed to be like incomplete or what. But yeah, yeah. Um, but so he goes up to meet her, and the first thing he's like, "Mind if I look you over?" Yeah, right. 
And she's like, all original merchandise. You know? Yeah, not, nothing offensive there. <laughs> exactly. But so she's kind of that. What I've noticed is that she's trying to act kind of dumb. Um, but in the meantime, she's trying to act dumb so that gets to throw him off the scent. But in the meantime, again, she's like, don't you also own an insurance company? How do you run the insurance <laughs> company as well as running the car dealership at the same time? And he's like, well, don't you worry about it because I have this lady over here who runs the and like he's and like her name, yeah. he's like, like her name is Jessica Farmer. She's well qualified, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, what? He, in the real world, he'd be like, why do you care? Right. And how like, do you know worry, I, I have an insurance company? Exactly. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah. So um, oh, but you know the very first thing I forgot to mention when when he, he walked, she walked in. He's on the phone, and he gets off the phone. And the first thing he says to her is, "You like my buffalo?" I'm like <laughs> that's so weird. But oh, but that makes sense for something later. Okay, because I had I didn't catch that at all. And then when she's leaving, he's like, he was trying to he was on the phone trying to get a camel for his car commercial. And then when he's leaving, <laughs> yeah. when he's leaving, he, he says to Joe, he's like. You know, he's leaving. So he's like, all right, I have a date with a camel. And she, she's like, one hump or two. I'm like, oh, you know, is that? Innuendo. I, you know, yeah. The, the T and A yeah. theme playing out here. So Definitely. All right. So moving on. What's moving the next? On. So next then scene? we go, we move into Sabrina. Um, She's uh, meeting with, uh, what's her name? Jessica Farmer? Miss Farmer? Yeah, yes. So she's in charge of the insurance thing. So now Sabrina is pretending to be from the California State Board of Insurance. Right. Right. And we see what's her name inspecting the card. And I guess it looks okay. I don't know. And I saw a phone number on the card. So I'm like, oh, boy, the first thing I would do is call that number. Right. 555-8111, I think it was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And basically Sabrina says she's looking into the death of the roller girl. And... Routine, all routine, all routine. She keeps saying it's routine. She's like, she you know, the insurance was paid by the Royal Derby, which is owned by the same company that owns the insurance agency. So she's like, I understand. You just want to make sure everything's on the up and up, right? And, and then Hugh Morris owns all of those, so right. And and then she says that the beneficiary is the owner on the for all the policies, right? Right. So, which I guess they make sense. I mean, I, I'm sure there is some sort of thing where there are insurance policies they take on on players, right? Because it's money affected them. But right, does the family get anything if she died? Maybe <laughs> you know I mean, what I mean. Maybe they need their own policy. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, Miss Farmer is not a fan of Sabrina, though. She can tell something. She's trying to dig for a little bit of stuff. She doesn't. Yeah, yeah. and um. I was waiting for her to like pull a gun out of that beehive hairdo or something. <laughs> well, I, you know, I was thinking, you know, Miss Farmer seemed pretty well versed in insurance, and when yeah, she, no, she, she knew her stuff in, for sure. And she came in, she's like, "Oh, this is just routine, like routine." I've been here for ten years, and we've never had this type of, you know, I, that's yeah. what I was thinking, but clearly overthinking it. Um, and then, um, so so pretty much, they just talk back and forth right and this farmer kind of ends the conversation with i'm not into games yeah sabrina walks away yeah and sabrina knows that she's all pissy too so yeah yeah. um 
It's, but she does she does end up calling the number on the card. Yeah, and the the, the um, which call it the operator it? or whatever. Oh. She she's the one that we see in the first clip when you know there's always like a little thing where Charlie's like, well, blah, 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 you know, says something. I think in this one, he's like, I always keep my cards close to my chest, you know, and right. then we see him and he's playing cards with some lady and it's the same lady. Right. Right. And he's, what is it? He says something like, um, she's like, I did it. And you know, he's got to pay, you know, she's like, he has my to pay reward his reward if he can handle right. it or something like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, geez. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, because she calls Bosley to let him know. Hey, they called. I gave him the information. Charlie. Yeah, told I did. Me to. Yeah, and so then we're uh, kind of skipping ahead a little bit because I think that's. Um, no, I think that that all happened right right here. Did it? Yeah. Okay, I thought we yeah. skipped ahead a little bit. And then. Uh, yeah, because right after, because I think right after. Oh yeah, yeah. Because but then right after that, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, then right after that, David Soul dude walks in. Yes. To Miss Farmer's thing. And he's she's basically like, you need to find out everything you possibly can about Sabrina. I forgot what her last name is. Yeah. Um, but he just wants to make sure that she's on the up and up. Um, and he does. And then <laughs> as he's walking out, I thought this was kind of funny. As he's walking out, he's like, hey, you're a college lady. And he's got like a crossword puzzle. Remember that? Yeah. So here I got sure. it. Sure. No problem. Miss Farmer, you have a college education, and I'm stuck on a five-letter word for heavenly creature. Try angel. I had to leave that noise. That was that was clever. I love that. Yeah, that's a you know, I guess a little thing they wanted to stick in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, so, so so next it's 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 Kelly's turn, right? So she's. She shows up at an apartment complex, and like the first thing you see is like some shirtless, curly-haired guy <laughs> watching her, <laughs> and he's like all tanning, like greased up, and he's got like jeans on and a belt buckle, and but no shirt. And yeah, um, was he working out or was he just like out there? Was he just standing there? They didn't really show him doing anything. He was just standing there. That's what I was trying to figure out. So she clearly didn't see him because she looks around and then she she kind of like picks the lock to get into the room, and yeah. then or into the the apartment. Starts going through drawers, rooting through things. Sees the roller derby picks on the wall, and then she's going through this thing of paper, and she finds a a claim like a a claim check. Right, that's what you call yeah. those things, like luggage claim Which check or something. Happens in like every show. Everyone they always find a key to the bus station a claim check yes. there's always something that find it at every yeah. show you're right a key to the locker at the bus station a claim check <laughs> yeah. something yeah 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 so just as she finds that the shirtless guy walks in do you do you have a clip of, of that no but i i have okay. a i did write it down he's like don't even wiggle baby if you do what's your last i'm like what that doesn't make any sense <laughs> I know. it's like the same thing it's your last what, is it wiggle? your last wiggle? I, you know, <laughs> that doesn't sound very threatening. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, so then she, I wrote down, it was kind of funny. I did a little typo when I was writing my notes, but I'm like, some sweaty dud shows up, which actually kind of works. <laughs> very, very descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So she introduces herself as a writer for Women's View magazine, and apparently right. it's like it's got some male centerfold in it. And, right. Um, but she says she's she's she says Karen's sister gave her the key to the place, uh, and the guy, the the sweaty shirtless curly haired man, is the manager, the hotel property manager or something. Yeah. Um, so he's keeping an eye on the place, and she kind of like scams him and to thinking like that he's into her or she's into him. Right. And uh, she tries to like butter him up and like, Oh wait, you, you know, you can be our next model guy. You know, you're, you've got our Burt Reynolds has nothing on you. Right. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Cause he's like, I'm tired of this. You guys all treat me like a sex object. Yeah, Right. <laughs> he's like, just because I'm well put together. And he like points to his body. Yeah, and, which, by the way, he's totally sucking his gut in the whole time. Yeah, you could tell he was sucking it in. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to take it away from the guy. He's in better shape than I am. Oh, yeah, but, definitely, for sure. But he was sucking it in. I mean, yeah. I'm going to call it like I see it. So, um, but yeah, so he's disgusted by that. Yeah. Um, and then she drills him a little bit about Karen and he's like, ah, she used to hang around with this other skater, Betty. I don't really know. She's like, do you know the boyfriend, Joe Esposito? Uh, yeah. Like, no, nope, but you should leave now. You know? <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't really sell the whole, no, I don't know him. <laughs> yeah, he's, <right. laughs> he's like, uh, no, uh, never, uh, never heard of him. Never heard of that guy. Nope, yeah. nope, nope, never, never, nope, nope. Uh, I mean, yeah. he doesn't really do it like that, but that's essentially what he does. Right, right. It's clear he knows. Yeah. So so she drives away and he writes down her license plate on like a dollar bill. Yeah. Not relevant. Because I guess that's what he got at the strip club last night when he was yeah. uh, dancing. He had a lot of dollars in his pocket. When he, when he was working, yeah. So I did catch his name, though. It's Loomis. I don't know if you got that. Red Loomis, yes. Oh, Red Loomis. Okay. He got more yeah. than I did. Um, so then he immediately calls the lady at the insurance company, Miss Farmer, and tells yeah. her, hey, you know, she got – she was here, this lady, took the claim check. I didn't want to be too suspicious, so I let her have, you know, I let her take it. Right. And she's like, you idiot. <laughs> like, she stole a suitcase filled with information to blackmail us, and you gave her the claim ticket. You know? Right. That's going to, you know, it's going to put all of us in jail. Yeah, yeah. So then he, but, tell, he tells her to kill her, pretty much. Well, yeah. Well, first... So, yeah, David Soul also comes back. I keep calling him that because I don't remember his yeah. name is in the show. And he says Sabrina's clean because he went and did some checking and he came back clean. Right. And he basically tells her, he tells, she tells, sorry, David Soul dude, you need to take her out, right? And she's like, use the napalm. Right. And he's like, what? I'm like napalm. How do you get a hold of napalm? Oh, that's right. She was telling him to take take the other. Yeah, one. exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah napalm. I, I, to be honest, I don't even. I'm not even sure what napalm is. It's just uh, some incendiary stuff used in Vietnam, I think. I, right? I thought right? it was like a. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah. It just creates a lot of fire <laughs> and damage. Yeah. I, yeah. So, um, meanwhile. Um, Meanwhile, I think it was we're back to Bosley, right? Yes. So Kelly Given, calls Bosley to tell Charlie she's going to pick up the whatever the claim ticket has, right? Right. So uh, yeah, yeah, she's and, going to the bus station, you know, to see yeah. what it is. And Bosley's like, "Oh, I got to come with you. It's dangerous. Right. Things are heating up." 
Mm-hmm. They found they found Esposito in the river with a uh, cement floor shine. <laughs> yeah, concrete floor shines. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty good line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Um, but she's like, "Nah, I got it." Um, so she goes, and yeah. then what? So then, and we cut to back to the roller derby. Oh yeah, right. Doing practices. Yeah, and. I thought it was funny because this, you know, they do a lot of Farah shots, right? Where she's roller derby or going around the thing, but yeah. they only really show her like close up kind of thing, and she looks like she's just like skating down the street. You well, know what I mean? Or, or they show like a headshot, and it looks like a fan is just blowing her hair. Right, back. exactly. <laughs> she's like looking around, going, "Hey, hi, everybody!" Right. <laughs> and then they'll like show some like scrum happening, and it's obviously either a guy or someone else in a blonde wig. That's, right. <laughs> it's like. Like ducking Looks nothing a like shot it. or something, yeah, yeah. And there's some pretty pretty lame, uh, I, I w- would you call it choreographed fight scenes on the in the yeah. skates, yeah, uh, pretty weak, pretty weak. But and I think uh, even like what the coach says, I'm like, she's skating more like her sister every day, right? Yeah, uh, and then I think does Sabrina show up here at this point? Yeah, Sabrina shows up to see the the cowboy boss. Darren right. Stevens and, and yeah, yeah, because the Cowboys there, but and that's yeah. right as Farah gets decked on her ass, right? Yeah, right. So this scene didn't really have a lot to. No, it was just, although know. it did have a good line as Farah says, "I bet this is how Joe Namath feels after third and long." I'm like, yeah, after she gets decked, I'm like, "Wow, this is really old." If she's talking about <laughs> Joe Namath, right? Yeah. <laughs> so then we go to the parking lot of the bus terminal, and uh, David Soul's Evil Hutch uh, finds. Kelly's car, and it you know the car was like one of those. Do you remember those little? Mu- it was a Mustang, right? Those little, right, yeah. Like yeah, I didn't like. I never liked that car, but anyway. Yeah, uh, that was the Econo Box version after all the oil problems. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so he finds her car, and, he, and he's so suspicious looking. He looks around, and then he pulls out. A time bomb <laughs> from a bowling bag, and goes like st- and sticks it onto the gas tank of the car. And, and, and this goes back to your thing about the last episode, where how come all these bombs you just stick to anything, no right? Matter what. <laughs> and it was like the back of the of the bomb, so it was like a big hunk of gray clay wrapped around uh, right. like an analog alarm clock, right? Yeah, and and, and then he. We're, just it wire just, sticking he just, in. He it. just pushed it. And I, you know, he just pushed it like the clay would stick to the the tank. Yeah. And maybe it would, but I think a first bump he hit that thing's gonna fall off. Right. It's gonna but, fall off and explode in the road. Yeah, right. <laughs> Create a huge pothole. But whatever, maybe there's some <laughs> adhesive I'm not aware of on the back there that I couldn't see. But it's stuck. Maybe it stuck. It stayed. Stayed on place, and she gets in. But the I car. never saw him like set the clock. Like, there's no no. Like, usually you would see like you know remember those old alarm clocks? You'd see like an orange like thing that you could like set at the time you wanted yeah. to hit, right? Right. There was nothing like that. This was no. just a, literally a clock. It was literally a clock, and I'm not even sure how we knew it was going to explode. It was like the minute hand was getting closer to the. I don't know. Yeah. It just yeah. But. It looked anyway, like it was going to go off at noon. Yeah, he had, <laughs> it was wound up really good. So um, she gets in the car. She picks the lock on the suitcase, and she, it's full of cash and yeah. an, an envelope. And the envelope has a bunch of Bad Betty uh, driver's license in it, but with different names. And then and then she takes off. Yeah. 
and, and then she's this- taking off the guys like sitting there he goes kaboom <laughs> yeah in like a really weird way uh-huh. and then and then I, this is what gets me i don't know how charlie knew this Def- um, right exactly but the, the phone rings in her car which granted back in the 70s eh, you probably don't have a phone in your car but she did and he's like uh there's a bomb in your car you need to get out find the first clearing you know with no people and pull over i'd be like screw that i would stop the car and get out right there on the spot <laughs> you know but so she drives off to some you know secluded place no, she and, just drove out to like an intersection. Oh, that's like true. in the middle of a damn intersection. That's true. She, so she did what I would do. Yeah, exactly. And then she just I mean, she kind of got off the street she was on, but she didn't yeah. like go in any like abandoned warehouse no, or something. No, or drive to the middle of a field or whatever. Yeah. I mean, at least but, she didn't go through like a jack in a box and just like park it right there. <laughs> yeah, right. But <laughs> so she gets out, starts running, and Charlie's still on the horn. And he's like, come back, get the suitcase. I'm thinking, seriously? <laughs> right. It, I mean, it's going to explode. You don't know when. She got out. Who cares about the suitcase? Yeah. But she goes back and gets it, and um, clearly he's not concerned. You know, angels can no. be replaced. We've seen that. Yeah. And then, But, uh, yeah, it is never explained how he knows. Yeah, no, never explained how he knows. Or how, how would he know she left without the suitcase either? I don't know. Well, but, that's the other thing. Yeah. So – Anyway, like, do you have a camera in this damn car? <laughs> you're you're creepy. But he probably should have called her before she drove away, and he didn't. But she got the suitcase, and she was off. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what where. She, I don't know how he she let anyone know. I guess she walked to the nearest payphone. And, yeah, probably payphones were all over the place back then. Right. Or Charlie probably knew where she was based on he knew there was a bomb there. That's right. He's watching her. and Yeah. So then then we go to Bosley talking to the girls complaining, you know, back at the office. Yeah. And he, he's like complaining about the damage to the car. Yeah. And I got a little clip of that because he's he's very upset about the car and the cost of the car. Here we go. A rental car to replace the one that you demolished will be ready to be picked up this afternoon. You know, you girls go through cars like Evil Knievel goes through motorcycles. Hey, Bosley, it was Kelly who was almost demolished, remember? Yeah. Nonetheless, the car was in her care. Our insurance rates will certainly go up, and Charlie will bug me because of company overhead. Wow. I love the the Evil Knievel reference. (laughs) Yeah, that too. That's the whole reason why I recorded it. I'm like, anyone watching this show today that, you know, is under... (laughs) Probably forty would not get that reference at all. But. No, who's evil? Can evil? Why is he evil? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Why was he evil? But so they kind of explain here that they figured out a little bit that Karen, the one who was killed, got caught in the middle of some scam. Right. And the dude was probably part of it. He had some money problem or whatever, and I don't know. That part was kind of foggy. I think he needed money, or he had I don't know, and. He- yeah, it wasn't clear, really. Right. So now they're like, okay, we got to get part of the, you know, we got to get into this to find out the details. And it turns out someone fractured a hip on the roller derby team, conveniently enough. Right. And Fair is up now. She's going to be, be able to be in the next match right. because of that. And 
and something weird. So at one point, what is it that the coach says something to her? And I can't remember what he says, but about her doing it. She's like, I just want to, you know, oh, no, I'm sorry. They, so they do the practice. They do whatever. She's in, you know, they go into locker room. She's in with Bad Betty. Oh, that's and, right. And the girl, I guess, whose hip got fractured was the one supposedly that started talking to her about getting in on some sort of action. Right. Which is the scam. So she's like, yeah. So she said something about, you know, this and blah, blah, blah. You know, she's, like, she's not supposed to say anything yet. Right. She's like, look, I've been Karen's little sister for too long. I want to do something on my own. I need some bread. I'm like, so you want to go in a scam on your own? What? I mean, I love the bread reference. She throws that out all right. the time. Too. Yeah. But, you know, that's how the hip kids talk back then. We need some bread, man. We need some bread. We need it now. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. So Betty tells her, all right, but I, I need your driver's license. But then she pretty oh, much yeah. wouldn't give her any other information, right? Yeah. She's like, if you keep pushing, there's not going to be a deal. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. But you've kind of already let out of the bag that there is some kind of scam going on. <laughs> so you probably should just let her in now. Exactly. <laughs> So oh, yeah, man. so she I guess gets her foot in the door. Yeah. And then meantime Bosley sets After up After like meeting. a week, mind you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they trust her. Yeah. Bosley sets up a meeting with Sabrina and some friend of Charlie, some financial wizard friend of Charlie. Yeah. Um and she she goes to I guess the bank or wherever. And she thinks there's this like handsome man looking over at her and she's right. waiting. <laughs> and he walks by and keeps going. So she thought it was him, but it wasn't. And then it turns out it's just like old guy that uh, reminds me of like who's the guy that does the free money? Remember the free money commercials or whatever? The guy <laughs> no. would have like this. He'd have a suit with like a big dollar sign on it. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember what his name is though. Yeah, so it was someone like him, but older. Yeah. Um. So and a little. Crazy, maybe a little crazy. Yeah, it sounds like he was a little criminal. Eccentric. He got into some trouble. It sounds like in the past, but Charlie yeah. kind of helped him out, and you know, well, kept kept yeah. him on the up and up. Right. Well, Charlie helped him out after he sent him up the river, basically. Yeah. Right. So he cares. Yeah. Um, but the guy seems to be like a genius. So because at one point he's like, I have two million dollars in the market at any time. I need to know. Blah, blah, right. Blah. Yeah, because supposedly the the dude's stock, the Morris guys, their their stock is down twelve points this year. And she's like, "Well, do you know why?" And that's where he goes, "Yeah, of course I know why, because I got all this money in it." You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Jeez, dude, settle down." And and then he says, "Someone's buying chunks of this stock, and you know, he'll find out why." Yeah, or who he'll find out who, not why. Right, and the the insurance company is losing losing tons of money. And it could push him into bankruptcy. So right. he's, he's like, something's wrong. And she's like, okay, let me know. Yeah, And that was it. Yeah. And then there was a scene that follows out where the angels kind of debrief. They yeah. basically say the exact same thing that we just heard <laughs> in the scene before. Exactly. And which I found funny is supposedly Farah is, you know, training to be in something. And she's sitting there drinking Pepsi and eating Fritos. <laughs> that was a great snack. <laughs> You know, most supermodels do that, but yeah, exactly. Uh, um, oh, and it turns out, yeah, that all the licenses are names from dead kids. So not that they killed them, but they just took the names, took their identities. Basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is like you know before the huge identity theft craze, 
And they're like, well, you know how easy it is to get someone else's birth certificate. And she's like, yeah, $2 and a postage stamp. (laughs) Like, oh, I guess it would be pretty easy, you know. At least back then. I don't know about Yeah, to request it. Yeah, today probably not so much. But, yeah. But, oh, uh, and so then at this point, they're talking to Farah and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, you think the Morris guy is in on it? And she doesn't think so. And I got a little clip of that, too, because I thought it was funny. Down home charm kind of got to you, huh? No. But one thing I do know, he's not involved in Karen's murder. Female instinct? Angel instinct. So it's a special kind of instinct. <laughs> it is. It's branded. Yes. But, um, yeah, so she thinks Hugh, a.k.a. Darren Stevens, is innocent. Yeah. And this they is ask all her going if he on. thinks about the coach, and she doesn't think so either at that point. Right. She's like, like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But um, anyway, so she then she gets with Bad Betty, um, and they're talking with the insurance lady, uh, Farmer, Miss Farmer, mm-hmm. talking about the scam details. And basically what they're going to do is have someone crash into her in her car, Jill, and then um, – Jill will get 10% of the insurance settlement. And they're right. planning but on doing that like dozens of times. Right. But it sounds like the plan is for her to get an injury that would end her career. Oh, right. That's right. Major detail. But but like but like you were saying, so I don't know if that means like literally under her career that she didn't start yet. Yeah. Or if it's another identity so then she could do it again but still keep roller derbying the whole time yeah i don't know good question i think you would i think the latter i think you'd be right you think so you'd, okay. you'd want to have that that's why they out. need multiple ids i guess yeah yeah okay so she could have several different careers i guess yeah. and they also confirm that hugh uh doesn't know anything right. <laughs> conveniently in the next scene. basically they're scamming no him. he doesn't know anything right yeah basically they're scamming his insurance company yeah and then, and then Jill goes into a. She's like, "Okay, I gotta go." So she leaves the table and goes into a phone booth and calls Bosley and like basically tells him everything. Uh-huh. And then, and then Evil Hutch shows up. Well, wait. Before that, though, I got I got a clip of the phone call because I thought some stuff was kind of interesting because she's talking about it and she's like, "Well, he's like, are you sure?" He's like, "Well, if you're not, basically, she's saying these people are gonna kill me if I'm wrong." So right, right. <laughs> but I got a little clip of part of that. Bosley, I just finished the meeting. How did you do? Oh, I'm in. You sure they bought it? Well, if they didn't, just tell Charlie I want a simple funeral. You know, no (laughs) frills, no fuss. And then I want to be cremated and have my ashes scattered over Charlie's waterbed. How did you know Charlie had a waterbed? Just an educated guess. Uh I won't ask you where you got your education. Just meet me in the parking lot in two minutes. That's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like anyone's gonna sleep in that bed after ashes are spread on yeah does Bowsy sound a little tipsy in that one by the way <laughs> sounds like he's slurring his words a little bit <laughs> he always kind of did to me yeah he did yeah he was almost he like have... a stroke victim i don't know at some but he sounded he sounded a little i don't know either that or he had just woken up yeah um, but then he meets her out in the parking. He he also is in a phone booth, I guess, in the same building. If they're meeting in the parking lot, and oh, and then Evil Hutch shows up and sits in Jill's seat, and they're like, "Hey, where is she? We're supposed to meet her." And they're like, "Oh, she left already." And then 
So then they come up with this plan to kill both Jill and Sabrina, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember so that. he found out that Sabrina, he knew someone at the insurance company that insures the vehicle that Sabrina was in. And he figured out that the the holder of the insurance was Townsend Investigations. All right. And he found out the same thing about Jill. Jill. Yeah. Her car or something. Right, right. So they so figure not- out that they're all being investigated. Yeah, so they're going to kill him. But they don't think it's a... They're not like... They think it's kind of... I don't want to say they don't think it's a big deal. But they just think it's like these people are just after money. You know what I mean? They're not like... Yeah. Legit, if, or you know what I mean? Like they're not yeah, trying to get them in they're, jail. They're basically. probably sketchy too. That's what they're thinking. Yeah, that's what they're thinking. Yeah, and then so then they they cut to Bosley. Yeah, and he's, he's sitting at his desk. He's on a phone, and then he's got two phones in front of him, and they're labeled. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like right. when, when it's like Women's View Magazine Insurance Board, and then I'm like, why does he have labeled phones at his desk? But then it, I guess it came to me that. He's probably receiving the calls that come into those two places, right? Right. So yeah, he has to pretend he's yeah works for that company, so he has to know who he's pretending right. to be. But they're not like handwritten signs; they're like professionally made signs. <laughs> it's like someone went out to Kinkos and made one up, <laughs> right? They're like they're like uh, nameplates almost, you know? right? Yeah, exactly. So, Did they but, have to order those from Office Depot? Right, I don't know. And then yeah, and then and then they're on the back side of the phone, but he's on the other side, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, But he tells Kelly that the I think I thought he said the apartment manager guy wants to meet Kelly at some location if she wants more of what was in the suitcase. Yes, it was at some bar. He's like, make sure you go to the back entrance. Go to the back. Make sure you go to the back. You have to do the back. Is it clear? Right. Right. And then you know, Bossy's like, I think I should come with you, and she's like, No, I can handle it myself. My point at this thing, my or my thought at this point was, why doesn't Bosley? He knows these girls are going to do whatever they want. <laughs> so why doesn't he just not tell them about these things and just meet them somewhere and say, "Hey, exactly. this is the deal. I'll come with you. Meet me in the parking lot of this restaurant, and I'll tell you more. And then when you get there, go in together or whatever. Right. You know? Now, mind you, because he doesn't want to. He's afraid. <laughs> well, right. I was going to say because Bosley. I mean. He's not going to help any. No. Basically, these girls, they can kick his ass many oh, yeah. times over. So, yeah. he's and not it, really at much of a help. Exactly. So it's kind of like when you're like, "Oh, can I, can I help you carry that?" <laughs> oh no, I got it. Okay, you know, and then okay, you just kind of go about your business. But right. Um, so she. So uh, what's her name? Um, Kelly goes to that back entrance. <laughs> So she goes to the back entrance. She goes in the back entrance and then into the bar. So what was the point of going in the back entrance? Because now nope, you're just in no the main st- part of the store. No point to that. Yeah, there was, it was like, like. I thought someone was going to meet her in an alley or something. Right, or like back in the kitchen or something. There would be something going right. on. No. No. Nope. And then the dude she's supposed to meet isn't even there. Right. But she walks up to the right table yeah. where, the, where the lady's sitting. So Miss right. Fisher, no, Farmer, Miss Farmer. Yeah. Is there instead. Mm-hmm. And she's all business, Miss Farmer. Right. She uh she's like, Hey, um, look, we know you work for this detective agency and uh so why don't you just, you know, cut your deal? How about you keep the 
it's cash and give us back those driver's license. You know, we can just make that money back. And she's like, eh, I already have both of them. I mean, you're going to have to sweeten this deal, right? I already have the cash and the driver's license. So I'll take uh, another 50000 And they're like, all right. You know, we'll meet meet us at you know my office on Monday, and I'll, you know we'll have the cash for you. By the way, we're going to kill Jill, which I didn't understand why they t- <laughs> would even tell her that. You know, right? So she's like, oh, and then kind of plays it off like she doesn't care too much. Um, but so she gets in her car. Then you know she's well. Gonna- before that, though, while they're talking, Mister Loomis there, Red. He oh, yeah, comes yeah, yeah. out to her car. Maybe that's why they wanted her in the back. He's got this mesh T-shirt on, mind you. And he's digging under her car. And I'm like, I guess to kill the, cut, cut the brake lines. That's which, what I was thinking, too. Or again, another, is a total 70s and 80s thing. Or is there another time bomb? That's what I was thinking. But. Well, but he had a knife. He pulled a knife out of his back oh, pocket. Oh, okay. I, mean, I didn't catch that. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if he was cutting the brake lines or the fuel line, but... We found out later it's the brake line. Yeah, yeah. Because when she did walk out, there was like a puddle. And I at first I thought it was fuel. I'm like, are you going to light that and then it's going to explode right. or something? And it's going to be like a Die Hard 2 moment where the, right. the fuel lights up and follows her out down the street and right. pulls up her car. Exactly. <laughs> but you're right. It was. It turned out to be a brake fluid. And so she's her route home or to wherever she was heading happened to be downhill. <laughs> right. Down the, a mountainside, the, basically. The entire way. Um <laughs> So she's out of control, basically, flying down, you know, flying down this road. And, but, you know, she somehow manages to safely pull off the road and hit a haystack. Yeah. Or she like some bales of like a farm. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, a good move. Yeah. Um, I'm just not sure it would play out that way, but. Right. And, and as then, soon as she stops, her phone rings and Bosley's on there going, did you crash again? <laughs> yeah, right. What's going on with your car? Yeah, I mean, um, he doesn't say that, but no. she kind of lets him know. He filled her, her, the, him and Sabrina fill in Kelly Jeff, as to like, Kelly, what's going yeah. on. And then, um, then we cut back to the roller derby. Yeah, because they got they all go there, right? Because uh, they they figure out that uh, Jill's probably going to get you know taken out, like the girl that they're trying to figure out who got taken out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, right. Yes. Now, you would think if these people were smart, right, why would you do the same thing again? Because someone's going to wonder, how did two people break their necks? In like I was thinking weeks? that, too. Yeah. That's going to put a lot of suspicion around the right. roller derby sport. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, that was the plan. So Jill's rolling, you know, hair flowing, flowing <laughs> in the wind. Evil Hutch walks in, takes his place, sits down just like before. Bad Betty gives the the same head nod. It's looking like it's all over for Jill. And uh, just just then, Bosley and the two angels pull up in front. And they, did you notice that parallel park job they did? <laughs> He's driving like I want to say like a Lincoln Town Car or something like <laughs> something huge. It was yeah. humongous. <laughs> it was like thirty feet long. And he whips into this like parallel parking spot it wasn't perfect but damn given the conditions yeah he did no, a great job yeah yeah so then they all they hop out and run in um and then uh i lost my place in my notes 
But so she she gets launched over the railing. Oh yeah, they do the the what do you call that anyway? A whip, I think they call yeah. it the whip. And as soon as she gets launched over, though, the guy catches her and she freaking swings and decks the guy. Yeah, because <laughs> like she knows she, it's coming. Yeah. And, and I then, don't but know, he I, he kind of comes back at her though. Yeah, he comes but. back at her. I think there was another guy involved too that like tried to help her up when it she first fell. Like, yeah, something was weird. Yeah. And then, um, but then Bosley and the girl, other girls come, angels come, and Bosley's got a gun. He's like, shoulder right there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have guns and they have like a uniformed police officers with them. Yeah. And then, but Jill is ticked, and she goes back out on the rink. To go after Bad Betty. Yeah. Right? Who at this point you would think would have left. Right. She's making her escape now, I would think. Yeah. But she's not. And she goes and freaking takes her out. She's, she stands. I don't know what you call it. The, the rink, I guess. She stands on it. Jill. Yeah. People are whizzing by her. Right. She's just, just standing going there around waiting, her. looking over her shoulder. And then when Betty comes up, she like elbows her in the face and knocks her yeah. out. I would yeah. think Betty would see this coming. Right, <laughs> right. You're skating full force, and there's somebody standing there yeah. that you just tried to hurt, and right. you know, yeah. Plus, Betty's supposedly a badass, right? And right. Anyway, she gets she gets her bell rung. Yeah. So they get her down, and then the the coach sees all this going on, and it turns out the coach is in on it too, and he goes trying to run out of there, and Bosley chases him down. Oh yeah. So he did actually get to move a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. uh, then they're all caught. It was great. And then they, they go back to the like headquarters, I guess, and they do their debrief. De- their debrief with Charlie. And pretty uneventful, and, really. Yeah, and it turns out that the, the girl that uh, hired him, um, she got she is gonna be in the roller derby team. Good. After all. Glad glad and, to hear um, it. The big thing is, is Kelly's wondering about her car. And here, I got a little clip of that, too, at the end. Charlie, did you take Morris up on the deal he offered to replace my car with an identical model? You bet your boots, Angel. But when it comes to horse trading, I have yet to come out on the short end. I not only beat him down on the price, I got him to throw in a special winner's trophy for outdealing him. It's a remnant of the Old West, a symbol of a vanishing breed. A buffalo head. Amazing, Angel. How did you guess? Never mind, Charlie. But if you ever get tired of it, I know where you can trade it in on a 55 Pontiac. <laughs> so I had no idea about the buffalo head until you were saying that that was from earlier. Yeah. I, like, what does that mean? <laughs> but then I still don't understand what the 55 car has to do with it. Because... Was there, was there some mention of that earlier, too? No, just the fact that the guy, you know, she knows the car dealer... The used car dealer and the Buffalo sure. connection. It doesn't make I think that's it. It's not, it's not all that funny, really. No, it's not. But she thought it was, and that's yeah. all that matters. It does. She got a good giggle. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's the end of that. So they got the guy. Yeah. The guy is people, per, people pure, or plural. <laughs> there was three people <laughs> involved. They least. got the peoples. The and, peoples? Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, and we got to see some roller derby, 1970s yeah, some style. Some girls get their ass beat. Basically, makes me, it makes me want to see. I don't think I've ever seen a real ro- roller derby. No, um, uh, me neither. So before we finish on this roller derby thing, um, I, I want to come back to this for a second. But before yeah. we go, before we get too far along, um, 
it's going to kind of cut it in the middle here. But, you know, as we know, we're part of the Big Heads Media Group, uh, Net- Podcast Network. And we have another uh, promo. I can't talk right now. Sorry. <laughs> Too many Ps. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, here's a little uh, promo for one of our uh, friends here. The Time Sensitive Podcast. Seems like a good one here. Listen. You have to watch it. It's so good. It was all right. Your friends may have decent taste in movies, but their incoherent reviews are getting annoying. I don't know. I just didn't like it. Looking for a new podcast? Join Time Sensitive, where we break down the recent movies you've heard of, but may have missed. Spoilers included. And we get it. You're busy and can't see everything, but are you really going to track it down a year later? We take the time so you don't have to. Find us on Twitter, at TSMoviePod, and find out what we're watching. I'm Sam. I'm Ian. And I'm Kate, and we're three friends and armchair movie critics. Seriously, invite us into your living room. Kate, stop. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. I'm sensitive, because you deserve better. All right, and I'm always looking for stuff because I had, <laughs> that it was like came out like two or three years ago. Yeah, me too. So me too, and I do deserve better. So I'm, yes, I'm on it. Anyway, so what I meant to bring up earlier, so so do you remember that we had in our town growing up that we had a roller derby legend that lived there? No, and it had a hot dog stand. What? In downtown? Did you, you like see Sammy? Sammy Scoble. Really? Yes. yes. So you guys can look him up. Sammy Scoble. He was, uh, he, I, he didn't grow up in our town, but he lived in our town after he was done. But he's in the Roller Derby Hall of Fame. Um, but I know him because, or not know him, but I knew who he was because he owned a hot dog stand. It was right by the school I went to. So we would go there a lot in junior high, like after school was out, but like we had to wait for a basketball game or whatever. We'd go there and get a hot dog or whatever. And so he, he was a roller derby guy. He, at age five, he got scarlet fever, which was kind of common in the era that he was from. And not common, the scarlet fever, but you get damage to your eyes from it. And he was legally blind. So yeah. while he could kind of see, he was beyond the limits of what would be considered legally blind. But he still did roller derby, and I guess he was really good at it. That's awesome. Because um, I, yeah. I knew he was blind, and I knew he did some sport, but I thought it was like skiing or something. I don't yeah, know no. That. It was roller derby. Yeah. And uh, he was a super nice guy. He owned this hot dogs, and he always let us kids come in. He didn't, you know, he wasn't too much of a pain in the ass. You know? you know, like little kids can be a pain when they come in. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we were like 10, 11, 12, 13 going in there. Um, but he was, you know, he was always super nice. Um, and it looks like he just died last year. I noticed looking up, but I'll, I'll put some clips in the, uh, the show notes about him. I guess he has a book that he wrote about himself and everything. So that's awesome. Yeah. I'm yeah, looking so that some more. A little, uh, claim to fame in our small little town we grew up in. Yeah. Sammy Scoble. Is that place still there? No. Because okay. they redid that whole that, downtown yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. But I guess when I, when I saw that, uh, one of the things that came across was his obituary. Oh, yeah. And he died like last, about a year ago. Yeah. And they had like a party at the place that's now where his place was. Oh, okay. There's yeah. like some bar there. Yeah. And they had like a party there for it. That's awesome. Yeah. So he was a super nice guy. Um, But anyway. Sammy Scoble, S K O B E L. Look him up. But yeah, I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll put something in the show notes. Cool. About him I'm, too. Yeah, and I'm gonna look. Uh, I'm gonna look and see if there's any uh, roller derbies nearby that we can go check out. A, <laughs> an, an amateur <laughs> match somewhere. 
right exactly yeah um anyway and i think we don't you know do we know what we're doing next i don't think so no i don't think so because one of the things and i i did link to it in our facebook page there is that thing coming up with david hasselhoff where they're going to do that stuff with the class the tv show cars oh yeah i think that's coming up in a few days i think it's like july 10 i think we should do it yeah and it's like david hasselhoff's going to be in it they're going to have i don't know if eric estrada is going to be in it but it's like the motorcycle from chips they're going to be talking about and i think they're going to do some sort of race and i think dirk benedict is in it too (laughs) the (laughs) the a-team so Check it out on History Channel. Um, I, like I said, I put something up on Facebook about it, and I think we should definitely talk. We should definitely watch it and probably talk about it in some way. Maybe we'll make it some sort of bonus episode where it won't really be like same as this. Yeah. Um, but uh, go ahead and watch. Yeah, it. we should we'll, do that. We'll That's awesome. It. Yeah. Cool. Um, otherwise, uh, we don't know what else we're gonna do. Nope. But we'll get something. We'll get something. I did send something to Mike. <laughs> yes, the other day, remember I sent you that thing? Oh yeah, but I could not find actual episode anywhere. I haven't online. tried to find it yet. I haven't tried to find. Yeah, it. I did what, a little bit, but what was it, it called? Throw it out there, and we'll see if anyone. It was called. Can help if us. anyone knows, it's a show called Hawaiian Heat. It lasted for one year in 1984. About two Chicago cops who go to Hawaii and then end up being detectives. Like he basically, one of the cops like almost like kidnaps his partner to bring him down there (laughs) (laughs) and they end up, you know, working for the, the police force down there. So it looked cool. It looked interesting. I'll look for it. If anyone happens to have a, some type of link or know where we can see it. Like I was able to find one episode, but not like the pilot or anything. The pilot is what, what we'd like to start with. Yeah. But um, anyway, I think that's it for this episode, right? Yep, that'll do it. All right. All right. So uh, that's it for this time. Uh, I am Mike Forgetto. And I am Mike Sullivan. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.